Yo, yo, what up, people? It's your boy, Trad Dave. I'm back. I know it's been a minute, but, uh, you know, I like to take my time with these things, man. You know, um, but I got a special request. You know what I'm saying? I ran into my OG into the spot. He been pressing me for a minute, but I ran into him in the spot, and he like, yo, shout out to Adela's, man. That's a, a, a safe space for us, man. Shout out to Cario. Shout out to Soup, you know, Patrick and all them, man. Sarah. Um, I ran into my OG, man, and we got the building, and he was like, when can I come on the show? And I'm like, listen, let's do it next week. Let's make it happen, man. Um, what's crazy, qu- quick backstory, man. Um, I didn't know him, but I was actually on a, on a compilation album that was on his record label, basically, <laughs> which is super crazy. And it had his picture on the back, but, you know, in the time, I didn't know him. You know what I'm saying? I used to just see his picture, you know, shout out to Raw, shout out to Sands. They always kept the name alive. And, uh, you know, Rashad, he, he kind of schooled me to the history and all that. Um, but, you know, I didn't know him. I didn't meet him for a long time. And then, you know, when I finally got to meet him, it was like, yo, like, all right, this makes sense now. And, you know, um, over the years, he was always familiar with our music. You know, when I used to rhyme, shout out to Elevator Music, shout out to Dion Rashad. And, um, you know, now we just, you know, he one of the OGs. And, I, and, you know, I pay my respect to the OGs. And I, I got to salute him, man. So, um, you know how I feel? You know how I feel? DJs over MCs every day of the week. You know what I'm saying? I love my MCs, but I just, I love I love the people that make the culture. You know what I'm saying? And um, without further ado, man, I'd like to introduce my OG DJ Buka to Nita to the Groove. <laughs> what's up? What's up? What's up, y'all? How's it going, everybody? I have to thank Trav Dave, man. I've been I've been pressing him. I've been seeing these shows. I'm like, yo, like, why ain't DJ Buka, man? Like, back in the day, hip hop culture, hip hop history, you know, like coming up, you know, trying to do this. Like, why ain't on the show, Trav? Like, put me on the show, you know. You know, I, I got John Blaze. I got John Blaze. You feel me? Like, yeah. But now, nah, quick backstory. Thanks, thanks, Trav. I appreciate it the coming. Like, yeah, I had a situation. That, that it's a it's a long story. I don't want to bore y'all with it, but just to bring y'all up to date. Basically, um, me and Jay Rawls um, did music back in the day with uh, with our dude MCA's One Three Five. Shout out to them, Eldorin Drive, the whole East Side, Southeast Side of Columbus. Um, we had a little movement. We had a group. I was the DJ. I was the producer. Rawls was the MC. Used to beatbox. Um, long story short, we did music for many years, almost got signed when we was younger, when we was in, I think, middle school, but the parents was like, nah, <laughs> not happening, not happening. Y'all not signing this record deal. What about school? What about education? We're going to dig um, into that. Yeah, yeah, we're going to dig into that. Mm-hmm. But long story short, we didn't get it. You know, um, we did music. Uh, life got with me. I, I made some bad decisions, got caught a case in 95. Um, you know, but before that though, like Raws and Sands hooked up every, my spot was the, like the stomping ground. Like I said, I was DJ, producer, manager. I did it all back then. So <laughs> my spot was the cypher spot. You know, I had the little equipment and then as things, you know, progressed, Raws got an ASR and life got me. He started doing the beats and, you know, I went away. So that's the story behind that. And book entertainment come because of me, but it really was my label. It was like Jay Sands and Jay Raw's label, but I kind of like, what's the word? Like consulted them when yeah, I was away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Helped them, gave them ideas, and they kind of respected my ear 
for certain things and, and things like that. It wasn't really my label, but I was a part of the movement. You know, it's just in honor of me. They named it after me because of That's my situation. That's fire, though. Yeah. That's super fire. So, um, how... First of all, my first question I always ask everybody is why DJing? Like, why? What? What drew you to to hip hop culture, basically? But in but the DJ aspect of it. Well, I saw um, I saw Grandmaster Flash one day. I was up late. What is Wild Style? The movie called Wild Style. I never knew the movie until I got mad, mad older. But it was Wild <laughs> Style. I was up one night watching TV, and I seen the DJ in the kitchen. Like he was mixing and scratching and. Going behind this bow, I'm like, what the heck is that? I think he was cutting up good times. And I'm by chick. And I'm like, yo, like, this is kind of ill. Yeah, this is kind of <laughs> ill. So just uh, I watched that. That was my first influence. And then I heard Grandmaster Flash on the Wheels of Steel. Like, that on Sugar Hill Records, like, back in the day. And the way he was mixing them records on the four track or whatever, live. I don't know how he was doing it. It was a masterpiece. And all that kind of drew drew me into DJing. So I would say Grandmaster Flash was my first uh, influence. And then my uncle dated a woman, and her brother had some turntables. And he was a Word. DJ. <laughs> yeah, man. I went down there. I was like, what is this? Like, That's fire. How do you do this? Like, and from there, I wanted to get my own equipment, eventually get my own equipment, and it just grew from there, man. That's that's how I got started. That's fire. <laughs> so so growing up, though, like, how, like where where did you grow up at? We grew up on the south side of Columbus. Well, I grew up in Southfield, actually. Okay, you're from Southfield. Okay. I, I grew up in Southfield, and but my grandmother stayed like two houses down from J. Rawls across the street. MCA stayed down on the on the corner. We had a whole little neighborhood. Like we was in a in a corner. So um, I was over there every week. Like I lived in Southfield, but my grandmother stayed out there. So I'm back and forth on the weekday. I'm in Southfield on yeah. the weekend. I'm out there. We doing music. Where um, the Rawls live at? What, on Eldon Drive, South Side, South oh, Side. Okay. Eldon, like literally two houses down and across the street from my grandmother. Uh, okay, his cousin okay. JT lived right next door to me. That's we yeah. used to fight all the time. Every Super day. South Shout Side. Out, say, shout out JT, man. We used to fight every time. Ross, boy, our parents used to always say, "They're like, why don't they get along?" But yeah, shout out JT, man. He he told me a few things. You feel me? I didn't yeah. I didn't say I won a lot, but he said I was a little scrappy dude and gave him a good fight, man. So you, you know, gotta you gotta let you gotta let them stories. How was uh? What was the music like in your in your household like? What was uh, your parents listening to or your, what was your grandmother listening to and stuff like that? Man, y'all would never believe it, man. I was the biggest rock head in the world. <laughs> I, I would say, believe it. I grew up in North Ohio. Yeah, like, yeah, we when I to rock say music. in the world, like Kids 92 FM, whatever it was, like that's all I listened to. I think my uncle listened to rock. Um, I had another uncle who was heavy in the jazz. Uh, Mom was in the soul, you know what I'm saying? Teddy Pendergrass, Bill Weathers. Luther, Michael, all that good stuff. So I was just diverse with it. You know, my uncle older got me into jazz, and it was just so mellow and his vibe. My other uncle, like, he played the guitar. He used to sit me on the lap, try to do that. But I never got grasped that. But it was just, like, very diverse musical culture, you know, that I that I came up with. And then I had a babysitter at VKO. We had VKO. Shout out WVKO. If y'all know about Columbus <laughs> history, 1580 AM, WVKO. I ain't hip to that. Yeah, you ain't hip to that. Oh, man, they had all the old joints. So I had a babysitter, right? She like, we're not playing that rock music over here. Hit me to that station. And they was playing all the soul joints. Isaac Bird, like, all the soul you can think of. And I was like, damn, this stuff kind of fire. So 
that got me on that kick and kind of away from the rock. You know what I mean? Okay. Did y'all uh, – I know you as people in my vinyl collection, and I know we're getting to you being a, a crazy avid <laughs> digger uh, with records. Did y'all have vinyl in the house? Hell, yeah, we have vinyl. <laughs> <laughs> I used to play vinyl. Like, yeah, I used, I used to play the vinyl and stuff and everything on my mom's uh, stereo and everything. We have vinyl. But back then, it was more 8-tracks, too. So we had eight tracks. You put in the eight track, push play or whatever. That's old, old, hella yeah, school. Yeah, that's right hella old. yeah, that's hella old. Yeah, that's hella old. We had eight tracks, and we definitely have vinyl too. Where, um, who, who was the, who was the vinyl collector in the crib? Like, was it, was your mom? I, I your would dad? say my mom. Oh. Well, my dad really wasn't there. My stepdad, my stepdad okay. had vinyl. My mom had vinyl. Um, my uncles had vinyl. Um, yeah, my uncle E, my uncle Ralph, shout out to them. They have vinyl because I used to raid it when I got older. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, 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 I destroyed my uncle E's collection, though. Shout out uncle E, though. Right, right. When y'all, um, in, in the neighborhood where you, where you grew up at and you said you'd be on the South Side with Raws and them, who was the first one to really be like the music head? Like, who was the one turning everybody on? You know, like, you always hear tape uh, stories about tapes of, like, you know, the Furious Five being passed down or somebody bringing it to school and uh, passing around. Like, who was the who was that person in y'all neighborhood that, me. like, had all the music? <laughs> me. <laughs> always me. Like I said, I had people, I, I get the new joints. I, I used to record tapes for people, charge them $10, $5, $10. I used to do Back then? Tapes. Back then, yes. Back then. <laughs> Back then. Shout out my dude, Eric Barnes, DJ Quarson. He'll tell you. He could give it to you. But, yeah, I used to mix the tapes. I hip Raws to so much stuff. And everybody in the neighborhood, I hip them to, like, MC Shy D, who else? Schooly D. Like, some of those people back then who was coming up. Like, yeah, NWA. I remember MC like, NWA. I went to Dayton. MC Shy D is Atlanta, right? Yeah, yeah Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Decatur, yeah. where it get greater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I uh, found that NWA record. Actually, it was Boys in the Hood. Somebody let me hear it on a mix, a mixtape. And I'm like, yo, what is this? And I found the name of it, found it, and, and uh, brought that back to here with eight ball on it and boys in the hood, and was blasting that on the south side. Everybody like, what is that? Like, like two life crew. I broke some of their records, all that old stuff, man. That was I was getting it from like Dayton and bringing it down because that's where my stepdad's uh, people was okay. in Dayton. So I was up there heavy bringing bringing records back. Fourteen karat gold records. Shout them out. They ain't there no more. But. Man. Dayton, because I always think of Dayton like, you know, obviously Columbus capital, but Dayton is like the one home of the, of the funk. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Like the funk. Roger Troutman, I think, one way. Oh, man, they 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 deep. And if it, mm. if them exact people ain't from there, I know they're from around there and built a heavy, heavy yeah. uh, presence and legacy in Dayton. So shout out Dayton, Ohio. Dayton and Cincinnati, man. Dayton and Cincinnati. You already know. <laughs> they, that's what we call it, the nasty natty. Yeah, they, uh, they stay with that funk for real. So, like, when y'all when y'all got to middle school, like I, I want to say, like y'all was super like the beginning of the hip hop culture, like yes. in the beginning. So what was it like? Like was it really like you know y'all would see Run DMC and then one Adidas and you know was it like not 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 so much for us where we was at. We was just fans of the music, and then like I said. Uh, shout out R.I.P. Dad Rawls, man. He he was like a second father to me. Um, sorry we lost him, but his record collection was like insane out of everybody. But 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 Dwayne's Ace Dad has some some all the James Brown, but Rawls Dad had like all the soul, like everything. Like so, we used to go down there 
and we one day we was down there. We was recording some stuff. We had the little like a little a sonic it whatever it was, little beat machine that you buy. We was doing that. <laughs> I used to do the scratches and blend them in over the little drum beats and stuff. And then it sounded like we had a four track back then, but really it was just two turntables and a drum machine and just me being the melody, creating the music for them to rap over. And one day we pulled out a record like. It was the cool in the gang jungle boogie, and we was like, jungle oh, we was bugged out because it was EPMD, just use it on you guys to chill. Yeah. So this is 88-ish, and we like, yo. So we literally, dude, we stayed up like all night going through that record collection, and that's how we found samples. samples. We was <laughs> like, yo, d- do use this. Do use this. Are you, this where that came from? Yo, it opened up a whole nother world for us, bro. It did. That's fire. Um... What was like when you when y'all was discovering these samples and putting it all together? Like I'm just trying to think like how it felt back then because nowadays you know you you could Shazam on your phone and find a sample. Like Man. what was it like? What was that feeling like to find a sample? Yo. You know, especially back then because there's no internet. Like yo, it was the dopest, <laughs> dopest feeling and rush you could ever get in life. Until this day, like I still get that same rush. Like I might put on a record and find it. Like what? P Rock sampled this. Yeah. What Primo sampled this? Like I'll be straight, but I still get that rush and them goosebumps. Like wow, because sometimes. I don't do Shazam, so sometimes yeah. you know I, I might go to who sampled maybe, or I might just luckily find a record if I like a record. Like I'm on the wavelength with a lot of these other producers and stuff, so it's like I'll be like, "Yo, like this record looks dope." So it's an art too digging. You might look at the years, you might look at the record label, you might look at who's affiliated and who played on that uh, particular record, and from there, sometimes record covers to sell me. I will put it on my IG like, "Yo, only reason I, I need pick this, this up because <laughs> this record looks." Sick. This cover is ill. I don't know what's on it, and it's a good, decent year, 76 to 74 to 77, you know, because 77 and up, you're getting in that disco. Yeah, so gotta, I, lo- I love it. Be careful. I love, I, love a, I love a good four on the floor disco beat, man. <laughs> I love a good four on the floor. Um, well, you, you said that you, uh, you know, you obviously had the music early, but you started producing and stuff like that. Like, how did you get so musically inclined? Like, was you self-taught or was it like did your mom make you sing in the choir or you know? just just self-taught learning like like learning when 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 hip-hop came like i left for a couple years and lived in california so that's when i actually got my turntables and i used to listen to kday the mix master shout out kday you know uh another fm station kday out where there. That was 58 58 i lived in gardena in west los angeles okay, so okay. not too far from inglewood hawthorne area and all that, you know, so uh, Culver City, not like out there back in the day. But me and Raw's love for music, like, he'll hear stuff. Like, we used to write. Sometimes, you know, we couldn't call. You know how long yeah, this was. Yeah, yeah, Back then, and being kids and parents, and they, they didn't ain't going. Yeah, so they barely had house right. So, you know, we used to talk about Roxanne, Roxanne, or Nightmares by Dana Dane. Like, you know that song? Because I used to hear the stuff. And they, they was getting it out here. I was getting it up there. So when I came back home, I think Rawls and Ace was already rapping, had a little group, had another DJ, Hakeem, shout out Hakeem. And then uh, I was learning the, I was learning the mix down there, and then Rawls was trying to scratch too, and me and him kind of learned 
scratching together on his little turntable. And we used to, we didn't have a mixer, so we used to use our hands back and forth with the knob, but it's the, the volume, yeah. and turn it up and down, like all kind of little stuff, man. So you just learn from that. I gravitated more uh, basically than Rawls did, obviously, and then he he was the MC. And then after that, man, I just I just loved it. I just did it and and just loved it and just studied people like Mixmaster Ice and shout out to Ice. Um, shout man. out Mixmaster Ice, you know. It's crazy then, that like Ice knows my name. Yeah. Like no matter how many times I see him, it's like you're Mixmaster Ice. And he'd be like, What up, Trav? And I'd be bugging out every time. Oh, yeah, like yeah, 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 I can't yeah, believe yeah. you know who I am. Yeah, Mixmaster <laughs> Ice and shout out Mixmaster Ice, Death's and Legend. Um like I said, Joe Cooley on the West Coast was a big inspiration too. Like them dudes cut on another level. So yeah, that out, you know, DJ Scratch, Jazzy Jeff, the, the, the usuals, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So but they had a whole uh wrecking crew, the world class wrecking crew was out there. Shout out to Dre. Shout out to Dre. Like they had uh, and Uncle Jam's army back in the day. So all yep, this stuff yep. used to mix. They had skate parties. I was too young to go to that, but I I was there because I used to listen to it on the radio and stay up all night recording. You know what I'm saying? So that's yeah. just how I got the love for it, and it just continued to grow, grow it, and it's still there to this day. Like I still have that passion after however many years later. Yeah, the love don't leave, man. I, I still DJ. I do a, a weekly show. You know what I'm saying? We'll get to that. We'll get okay, to that. We'll get to that. My bad. Let's try. Let's try and do what he we, do, y'all. My bad. <laughs> I, I used to have a radio station too, so I used hey, to interview hey, people. So you know how I go. This, you this, know how I go. This hard for me. This hard for me. But all right, let's try hey, and do what. Every do. time I get interviewed, like I will always be like, dang man, I feel like I'm. <laughs> taking over because I know what I want to say. <laughs> I feel you. So what was the first piece of equipment that you bought with your own money? Uh, probably, I'm going to say, probably either a mixer or a tape deck, some speakers. Like, I don't know which one I got first. I can't say which one I got first. Maybe a because my mom and them started me off because I get this stuff for Christmas. Like, I got, I know I got, like, two turntables. And I didn't get the Technics 1200s like I wanted back then. Of course not. Of course nobody starts out <laughs> with what they want. Well, I didn't. You know, yeah. my parents didn't have it like that. Not back in the day. They got me some little Radio Shack mix, the turntables, a Radio Shack mixer. You know, and that's what I started off with. I ain't even have no speakers. I think I used to mix and do it in my headphones until... I got the money to get the speakers, and then I got the speakers, the amps, the tape decks, and it came like that pretty much. Yeah. I always think, like, you know, turntables back then were probably expensive as hell. Like, you know. Super. So I'll, I'll always ask this question, and we jump around a little bit, but i always ask this question. Do you prefer 1200s over controllers? Yes, I do. I do. I, I I prefer because that's what I grew up with. That's what mm -hmm. I know. That's what I feel comfortable with. I mean, Raw showed me a few things on the controllers. I'm not a master at the controller because I still use 1200s. I still use my mm -hmm. technique. So, I mean, but I know how to work these a little bit. Controllers mm -hmm. is cool, but, hey, if you dope, you dope. It don't matter what you're going to be dope on, what you're going to be dope on. You know, I heard some people kill controllers. I'm like, damn, like. If you nice, you nice, I guess. You know what I mean? That's that's how I can So you're not one of them OGs that's super judgy, like Man, hell no. Nah, because it, I ran across people that's just man, like nah. they look at you, you pull out like this controller I got is, you know, fifteen hundred dollars and they look at you like you got that little toy over there. You ain't like I'll be like, Hey man, this is what nah, I can afford. I, I think I think when controllers first came out, I think the older heads and DJs and all them were scared of the new technology in a sense, you know what I'm saying? And make it, oh, they ain't real DJs because they use that. 
But those same DJs who was probably saying that right now is like, man, these things are sweet, and we don't have to pack all this gear when we go travel and DJ. We could just take this, and it's so much more convenient. So, yeah. You know, at first, anything new is, you know, you, you, you want to be like like PE. You want to be a rebel without a pause. Like, you want to shut down and, and, and fight against it. Like, when CDs came, we didn't like no damn CDs. A CD, mm -hmm. you killing my vinyl. I don't F a CD. Yeah. That's how I felt. You know what I'm saying? Because you're killing my vinyl. So, you know, the same thing with cassettes and all that stuff. So, you know, you know how it goes, man. You yeah. just got to embrace it, man. You just got to embrace it, utilize it, and keep moving forward. How um with with that said, do you feel like do you feel like a lot of a lot of DJs don't know how to grow or don't know how to let go? Or like like I, I sometimes I feel like people don't know how to let go of like 86, 87, 88. And you know, everything <laughs> Everything has to be super pure, and it's like, man, 2023 is different, man. Like, the technology just make the game. You you still got to be skilled, right? You still got to be dope. Like, at the end of the day, you got to be dope in whatever you do. But I feel like with technology, man, it makes the game so much, like, open. You know what I'm saying? I, I, my opinion, I think, I think technology has made it a lot better and a lot easier for people to learn how to do it. Because like I said, I'm working now, like when I did Beats, I worked on that Sonic ASR-10 and everything is more physical, how you put it together, how you gotta truncate the samples, how you gotta put the stuff on beat yourself, you know, when you sampling or doing the drums and stuff. But now I'm working on uh, Serato Studio Night and freaking day. I do a beat in 10, I, I, 15 minutes, bro. See, I need to learn that. Because I, I see Rawls making beats on Serato Studio all I, the time. That's why I'm on it. That's why I'm on and it. And I like, I want to learn how to do that. So, like, producers like Knife Wonder that use Fruity Loops, like, you don't care about that? I don't, listen, my, my, my whole philosophy, I don't care what you use as long as your stuff is dope. That's my whole bottom line with me. Some other people might be different, but if your stuff is dope, make it dope. You could be on a, I know, I know Storm and well, they say Madlib, Madlib yeah. and Storm use an iPad like to do beats on. Yeah. How, how creative and dope is that? How next level is that though to do beats on an iPad? Like as long as it's dope, make it dope, bro. It don't matter what you use. <coughs> yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I'm gonna go back in the day real quick though. Like, how important was? Like the beginning of like Rap City, like you know, for you and your TV raps. Like I was still, I was still young, so I didn't really get it. But like as teenagers, like how did y'all, like how did that impact y'all, man? Oh my God, man, you come like seeing person. seeing your favorite rappers, you know, weekly. Listen. You know, now compared to like just hearing the music, like Listen, how that it, it was, it, it, it affected you like crazy because you come home as a kid. You know, I, I had a routine, you know, half the time somehow I got blessed and didn't have a lot of homework. But when I did have a lot of homework, I come. This is what That's I do. This, I'm going to tell you my routine. My routine so ill, though. You're going to be like, yo, it's routine ill. I used to come home from school. If I had homework, I go straight to my room. Put on an album, let the album play, do my homework, then probably go practice for about, you know, 
an hour, 30 minutes, and then hit the record button on the VCR and record Rap City. And, and Rap City, <laughs> all that stuff, and be there because it was different. Like, hip-hop was different back then because it was new. It was beginning. Nobody sounded alike. So you got X-Clan. You're like, yo, they dope. You yeah. got Public Enemy. You got Poor Righteous Teachers coming out of Jersey. Shout out to like, PRT. Yeah, killing it like that. Then you got Guru with that damn voice, and him and Gangstar came out. But at the same time, guess who else popping? D.O.C., so you like, oh Shout my God. So you just the diversity of that and all these. And then you going to the record store, finding their records, getting their vinyl. You know, getting their mm -hmm. vinyl, it's a rush you, you just can't explain, man. So they was our ear to the street because it wasn't on radio. So TV was the next best thing. Like, okay, so they got an album coming out. You know, oh, they got an album coming out. And then, you know, then you had Ghetto Boys popping. I don't think they was really popping or got no love back then, but I, had, I was getting their tapes from Walmart, you know. <laughs> I'm not Walmart, my fault, my fault. But this was before Walmart. Walmart wasn't around. I got the Ghetto Boy tapes from Meyer. Meyer? So Meyer's had <laughs> Ghetto Boy tapes. That's even funnier. And that's even funnier, but this this was all before censorship. Then once censorship came, you couldn't get it, but I got the dirty version, though. I'm saying, you know, I'm a dirty type grimy guy. You know? so, oh, yeah. We, you know we, you know, we big Griselda fans. We talk, every time I see you, we got to talk about Griselda. <laughs> Like we big Griselda, big GFX, yeah, <laughs> definitely big GFX are for sure. Big BSF, you know what? <laughs> we messing with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, do you remember like your first uh, DJ gig that you did? Like, <laughs> do I? Yeah, man, listen, Please tell me about listen, it. Man, it. It was a disaster, man. We, we used to do so. So my dude, shout out my dude Terry Smith Skeet, you know, Marin mm -hmm. Franklin High School, like. I had I had all the records and I used to get the new records as I told you before. Yeah. That that's never changed. I still get new music and break new music. None of <laughs> some things never change, right? But my dude Fuck Terry Smith, shit. aka DJ Skeet, he brought me. He's like, you got all the records, you know. I'm getting these gigs. Come, you know, I'm gonna let you do this house party with me. You know me. I'm playing the music, but I'm straight. I, I wasn't. I wasn't seasoned at the time. Mm -hmm. So I'm all, I'm always battle mode. I'm I'm back to back in and <laughs> at the party, spinning around, doing tricks. And everybody just looking at me like, yo, like, what the F is you doing, yo? Like, and I just was like, it was a bad experience, yo. And I was like, man, I got off the tables and just let my man rock. Because I didn't know at the time. I didn't know how to blend. All I knew how to cut and scratch and back to back and manipulate records. That's all I knew at that time. So shout out my dude, Terry Swift for making me learn how to blend and get my blend game right. Because once I got it, even he was amazed. Like, damn. like, And people still amazed to this day with my blend. Oh yeah, I I be listening to your mixes that you send, so I know your blend game is crazy. Like, is your man Terry still around? Yeah, he's still, he's, he's, he's still, still DJ. Yeah, he still check out the shows and stuff. Yeah, he's still he's still. That's doing dope, it. man. We had a little DJ group, but yeah, then I yeah, it, it was. Yeah, you gotta make sure you hear this, man. It was a pure disaster. Like they was looking at, I was cutting back to back and going crazy, going and spinning around. It was like, like yo, like what is this guy? But that's all I knew at the time. You yeah, know, I didn't know how to rock a party. I didn't know you. Play the records or play the break, cut the break, and I didn't know all that at the time. You know, I'm still learning too. You know, yeah, yeah, rough around yeah. the edges. You know, I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my thing, so I'm a little bit cocky. You know, I'm fly, mm -hmm. little fly young dude. You know, I'm <laughs> mad cocky. So you know, shout out Jay Ross. He taught me how to be a lot more humble. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but these was early days. We talking. Yeah, yeah. Early days. Rose always been a teacher mode. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> always been a teacher. Mode. Always. Like That's yo, funny. Boog, like this because I was doing beats and artists. Mm -hmm. 
up mm-hmm. doing beats not only for my crew but other crew. Artists would come mm-hmm. up like, yo, trying to rap for him. I'd be like, yo, man, you whack son. Like, you know, <laughs> keep practicing. Like, you know, keep practicing. Like, I was on that guru gang star stuff. Like, yeah, don't yeah. come up all to me, you know, rapping, spitting in my face, talking about you so and so. Like, yeah, you know, I was on that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Shout man. out to Ross. Like, shout out to my niece, uh, Michaela, man. She know Ross. She was in one of Ross's classes. Oh, dope. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She knows Ross. <laughs> Dr. Ross. Yeah, Dr. Ross. <laughs> indeed, no, indeed. So, do you remember the first, uh, like, house party or that you rocked, that you remember, like, that got that feeling, like, yo, all right, I got this. You know what? I know. I mean, I DJ like uh, Samara Franklin, like uh, high school parties or proms and stuff. Like, no, nah, I really didn't get to till I got older. I might have did some shows like at Scully's or somewhere with Rawls or something. And like, yeah, I, I rocked that. I turned it out. Like, I know I rocked some redos and and turned it out. But that that's a different type of crowd. But yeah. You know, but but the redo here in Columbus is a, is a, a good opportunity. So I mean, like I said, it took me. I. I I mean, it took, just because you know something, you're still a student of the game. I'm always a student first. I'm always learning new techniques, ways to bring records in, um, ways to rock a party. It's just different things. You know what I'm saying? I'm not the the, the, the best, like, hey, I'm out here doing this show. Come support me. I'm more of a, I'm more of an introvert. Like, I like to be in the lab creating by myself, yeah, singing to yeah. myself. Like, it's just, it's just my zone, my comfort zone. But I can get out there and rock with the best of them. Now I can. Yeah. But back then, I probably could not. But now I can. But I'm still an introvert. I like doing my little shows in my mind, you know, in the, in the peace and comfort of my lab. And yeah. just having fun, creating, bringing it to the people. And the people can hear it how they hear it. You know what I'm saying? I'm so underground, though. That's that's the difference between me. A lot of people don't really, they, they not hella underground like that. You know nah, what I, mean? I, like, I, my friends still make fun of me for being, like, you know, they still be calling me a backpacker and stuff like that. Like, but, you know, like, that's that's my core. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I understand all the I understand all the new shit, all the pop shit, right. all the, you know, down south shit. I get it and I understand it. My core is always going to be hip hop, bro. Fact. It's always going to be lyrics. It's always going to be bars. And it's always going to be beats. Like, that's <laughs> that's who I am. That's the core of me. So, like. I don't even argue with niggas no more. They'd be like, ah, such and such. I'd be like, yep, uh-huh. Yeah. Look, I got my iPhone. I got my phone. I can play whatever the fuck I want for me in my car, and I'm Gucci. I and, I, and, and I'm the same way, bro. I'm, I'm hip-hop and underground to the core. I get all that stuff. I respect it. They making money. And it's a time for place for everything. I got guilty pleasures. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Of I, course. I got guilty pleasures. I like I like some of that stuff. You know, I like the baby, little baby, you know, the Mikos and all them. Yeah. I, I like... I like some of that stuff, but it has a place. Do I rock it in my web? Hell to the I don't. Nope. But you know, but when you know if like if I'm at a club or out somewhere in that element or environment, it's serving the purpose. I'm having my drink. I'm Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll turn up with you. You know, that it serves a purpose for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I got guilty pleasures. I used to like Jeezy when he first came out. Yeah. I at first I didn't. I'm like, I'm listening to dude, like, nah, but then I'm really seeing how metaphoric and how lyrical he is and really how that is how how inspirational he is. Like him and Jay Z, like if I need to get motivated right now, it's Jay Z. <laughs> well, it's not not it's Jay Z. De- definitely West Side Gun, Benny the Butcher, oh, yeah. but, and it's and it's Jeezy. Like if I want to get motivated and feel like I need to grind hard, I need to go hard, I need to get that money. I'm on that. That's what I'm listening to. Yeah, you know? that's funny because 
I, I literally remember the first time I heard Jeezy, and um, I thought the same thing. I was like, man, like, he just another one of them soft rappers, man. He ain't really. And then I started listening. I'm like, oh, this nigga's nice. He's just saying it slower. He's just saying it slower. <laughs> like, he's yeah. nice. Not to get yeah. off that, I'll tell you somebody else who dope, who I didn't like and saw him in concert when they first came out, who I love now, and it's very metaphoric, who I would sleep on. Well, I, not to disrespect him, I think he's a like a, a little lower budget Jeezy myself, <laughs> but that's but that's Bodie James. But shout out, but Bodie is nice. If you listen to Bodie, super metaphoric, yeah. just like Jeezy was. I started listening yeah. to that dude. Of course, he got the ALC beat, so you know I'm a rock with it because that's yeah. one of my favorite producers. ALC I'm, ALC, I'm coming for you, baby. I made a new beat today. Check it out on my page. That's what I'm talking about. Shout out to Alchemist, <laughs> man. Alan the Alchemist, for yeah, sure. For sure. I, I, yeah, I rock with Bodie James, too, man. Um, you know, and we can get sidetracked, but he got a, a new project coming out over all Dilla beats. And wow. yeah, and it's called uh, Drug Dilla. Oh wow! <laughs> so nice. I, can, I can't, can't wait I, to hear that. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited yeah, to I'm hear excited that. Excited to hear that. Yeah, so, so that's out that. But that's just a funny backstory on that. Yeah, he's dope, and I like to give shine to people who's dope. So you know, if you dope, you know, get with it. You might not be overground. Everybody ain't gonna get that that level of success. But the independent game is a good grind too, because you can have a, a hundred little fam, a, a hundred. Fan base, a hundred loyal fan base people, and you can eat off of this stuff. Yeah. It don't take a lot, like people think, man. It's really A, B, C, one, two, three, really. If you do the formula, really. Yeah. So when, when you were when you were gone, when you was uh, away, like besides your family, did you miss like the turntables the most? Like, oh my God, yes, I did. Like mm -hmm. I hear I hear stuff on a movie and be like, yo, I want to sample that. Like yeah. at the end of the movie, like I send Raws like. I, uh, what was the baby boy? You know, at the yeah. end, that GQ record, I Do Love You. Yeah. I kept hearing, I was like, oh, that stuff would be stuff. I used to send Raw stuff. Raw's was annoying me, but I'd be like, yo, Raw, you should sample this GQ, I Do Love You. <laughs> you should sample this Raw's, like, just in his ear. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it kept my ear sharp. Like, I hear stuff on the radio and be like, oh, this would be dope to blend with that. Or I could bring this in with that. But, you know, but losing that, you, you, you kind of, if you don't, elevate you will be stuck in that era you know what i'm yeah. saying like you got to mix the new with the old and kind of mix it up a little bit if not you're going to be stuck somewhere you don't want to be stuck in in 2023 yeah you know? that's I, I think about that a lot man like um i ain't gonna throw no djs under the bus but you know some people get stuck in the air like you know what i'm saying like you can get stuck in 95 like you said you know a, a lot of your time was gone you know what i'm saying you could have been stuck in 95 and just got out and still been there. Like, nah, I like. been in 89. B. I could have yeah. been in 91. I got lucked yeah. up 95, so yeah. I could have been yeah. anywhere from yeah. 89 to yeah. 95 and, and, and stop and right there. Stop right there yeah. from the fashion to the music. Yeah, everything, to, yeah. And, I still rock my Levi's, though, my colored Levi's. That's never going to stop. <laughs> I don't care what nobody say. I got colored <laughs> Levi's for days, you know. That's funny. I, I, I ain't got no color Levi's. I ain't going to got no color Levi's, but I'm cracking up. That's funny. But, yeah, I'm, you know, I noticed just over the conversations and seeing you out and everything, like, you never got stuck in the air. Now, you like what you like, and I like, you know, we like a lot of the same shit, but I noticed, like, like for instance, my brother, you know, uh, Michaela's dad, like, Every time I see him or talk to him, like he's stuck in the air. You know what okay. I'm saying? Cause that was his that was his time. That's okay. when he was the he was the man, you know what I'm saying? So 
I'll be like, dang, bro, like, shit changed, dog. Like, you can't be, change, you know baby, what I'm saying? Man. It can't be. Technology is too crazy. Stuff. It moved too fast. Yeah, it moved too fast out here. What's, what's hip today is definitely not hip tomorrow. That's yeah. why you got to make stuff that, that's timeless, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, not on the mainstream, I really can't see too many classics. Like, I'll go rock that joint or that whole album. Like, dudes is making, like, not whole albums right now. They making like singles and nah, stuff. Nah, they trying know, to get so. that, yeah, that streaming that, dollar. That, yeah, mm -hmm. they want that. Yeah, we ain't going to talk about that. Yeah, ah, yeah we'll leave that alone. It'd take a lot to get a streaming <laughs> dollar, like $1, yeah. one streaming dollar. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. Shout out to all the people who did time, who home, who doing things positive and moving in the right direction. Because sure. I'm, I'm team no sleep. I'm always grinding. I'm always pushing. I'm always up to something. You know, y'all might not see it because I don't broadcast everything. But you I don't have to. As which I is should the best not. Part. But, you know, when it when it's time and things come into motion, then people will see it. You know what I mean? People yeah. So we're we going to get into digging because uh, I know yes. you and Rawls definitely do that. But, um, is is there a way to dig? Is there a certain like how, like I would say it, it, it's no rules to it. I, I got a few rules that I use. Like I said, I'm intrigued by album covers. I definitely still look at years. I look at labels. You know what I'm saying? Like who's on certain labels? Like if you see a fantasy label, you'd be like, oh, a fantasy. They put out some dope stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a rock with them. You see Courtcom, Curtis Mayfield, of course. Okay. You're gonna rock with it. You know what I'm saying? It's just the years and stuff. And then like it's this covers. It's like who played on that? Oh, uh, this guy played on that album, or you know, Stubberfield, James Brown drummer yeah, might have yeah, played yeah. on that. Like oh, or you know, funky whoever, drummer. You, know, whoever else, <laughs> you might know. Oh, Roy Harris co-produced this, or Wayne Henderson did yeah. something with this. Like you know, I'm snatching it. You know what I'm saying? But now, like you said, here you go. Shazam don't help digging. You know what I'm saying? Only if you want an elevator in the store, you hit that Shazam. Be like, yo, that's dope as hell. What's that? Yeah, you're Shazamming. But that really don't help digging. But what does help is my Apple Music because the albums be on there and you can check that out. Like, yo, okay, I got that joint on there. Oh, oh, that got something I can sample on there. So that helps out too. You know, you might see me on my phone a lot digging because I'm, and also I'm out there seeing if anybody sampled it because eight times out of 10, if somebody sampled it, you really don't want it. You know what I'm saying? Unless you love the song that much. Yeah. Like, Raws won't touch it. Somebody sampled it, Raws won't touch it. Whereas me, if somebody sampled it and I love that record or love the sample, because I do samples and examples. So it's me. I DJ different. I yeah. might want that record because if I got the vinyl, I might hit you with the original and then bring that in while I'm DJing. That's just how I DJ. That's part of my structure. So me, I'm different. But always, even back in the day, um, I had a girl, right? So like, because all the back in the day, the samples, they had to clear their samples. So it's in the album covers. It's in the album. Yeah. So you go look at it and be like, yo, I want this record. I like that sample. The girl I was with at the time, like, why you keep buying the stuff that other people already sampled? Because not only that, one, I will have it because I like that sample. But two, you never know what else might be on that record fact, that they didn't touch. You feel me? And that's why I do it, too, you know, for that reason. Yeah, because what what I realized, like, when I play my vinyl, like, you see you see the old school vinyl see, player I up see there. It. Shout out to Trav with the vinyl, you know what I mean? <laughs> When you know I Bobby Caldwell right there. Oh like, yeah, man. Ah. Yeah, you see, bro, I got okay. I got joints, man. I got joints. Trap got joints. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like what what I'm learning um is just let let a record play, man. Just 
Clean your crib, just let a record play, yes, yes. and then you know what I'm saying. You Both sides, a, you and you'll find something you never heard before, or never like, knew existed, or never know where they got that from. Shout yeah. out to my homegirl Raina, man. Like, I think like in the past, like real, real, or like past couple months, you know what I'm saying. We've really been on like not studying hard, but just paying attention to jazz. Okay, oh, you know nice. what I'm saying. Nice. So. Nice. You know, uh, we listened to another podcast, and they break, break, basically was breaking down CTI, mm. which is a jazz label. Oh, dope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? CTI. Yeah, so I'm like, you know, I bought some Miles Davis. You know, I bought the popular cats just okay. because I want to okay. start with, you know, start the there. Popular. Okay. You know what okay. I'm saying? And I'll dig deeper, but I'm like, I think it's important. Like, all right, yeah, hip-hop, I don't know everything, but I know a lot. Right. It's like, but now... You know, it's important for me to learn different genres of music and different writers and different way notes were played and stuff like that. You know, and that's just for personal. Like yeah, that ain't for me to get it, man. get in debates and you know, <laughs> and get online and I know more than you. Like nah, nah, this nah, is just for me. Man. You know, it's just some some stuff is just for you. Like I said, I, I dig different. I, I want original samples. I want samples nobody used. Of course, that's still big to me and Raws. We. We're, we're very big on that. No, yo, he used that. I'm not touching it. You know what I'm saying? But now it's, 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 it's different. Like, you know, like I said, some things you might want. Oh, he used that. I really, really like how he flipped that. And I'll give you one. In, in, okay. Babies and Fools. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That yeah. sample right there. Oh, uh, from it, Conway it, and Freddie. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're from uh, Freddie. From, uh, Freddie. Freddie and Conway. Yeah. yeah. You that, like that, I know that. that huh? I love that. You, <laughs> you feel me? That. So, <laughs> so that joint right there, the Babies and Fools. I found the original sample, had to get it. Rawls even got the original sample because he loved that song and that record so much. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Would he ever sample it? Would I ever sample it? Hell no. But we have the original sample. And I got the Freddie Gibbs on final too, so I can hit you with it. You feel me? I can go there. <laughs> so so give me some... I, I, I've seen videos of you all across the country. Give me some gems of where you dig that. Like, what places where you dig that, that... Had some joints. Every place. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> every place. I mean, or like, what's LA, your favorite? LA, LA, of course. LA, of course. I, I think Vegas has one of the. I like digging in Colorado. Colorado was dope. Michigan is hella dope. They got they got stuff. We got stuff in Columbus, Ohio. Shout out Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, shout out Columbus. We got stuff here. I just don't find too much stuff here, and all the other DJs is here. So why do I need to? Play in the dirt when when I can go play somewhere else in the dirt. You feel yeah. me? Like that's just how I look at it. So, but I, I really like it's a spot in Vegas I'm in love with. But this dude is freaking ridiculous. He's trash. He's a record hoarder. Like his prices is freaking insane, yo. You talking uh, about rent times rent times uh, three car payments plus about ten Jordans? Like, come on, bro. Do you want to sell the stuff or not? But he had everything. My eyes was on. I seen stuff that only I dreamed about, and it was in my freaking hand, yo. It was in my freaking hand. But he wanted twelve hundred, like six hundred, like stop. Yeah, I I mean, I'll pay. Listen, bro, money ain't. I'll pay. I'll dig. Me and Ross done went on dig trips in Cali and spent five six hundred dollars. That's nothing. But you know how many records we get into that as opposed for one record. Man, everybody near me will shoot me in the head for doing some dumb stuff like that. That's yeah. stupid. That's stupid. I, I want bang for my buck. I'm not going to spend 600 for one record. Highest I ever paid and will go probably for a record, $120, $150. That's it. And that's not a rap record either. That's 
So like what's something in your collection that's like your 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 grail? What's something you got like? Everything. <laughs> you don't have to come over. It, yeah, it's too much to explain, but I know it, it, it's 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 a lot, man. It, it's so much I love out there. Like I, I now I'm I'm big on like finding artists who's dope and getting their whole collection. Like sometimes I post my Roar Airs collection. Damn, yeah. Is there anything I'm missing from Roar Airs, y'all? Because it's mad. Di- people who follow me salute to all the people who follow me. I love y'all to death because they. Are some true diggers and head. I put a sample in there. They'd be like, "Yo, so and so sample, huh?" Like I ain't even hip to the record they talking about. Like I didn't know they sampled it, you know. So yeah. they, when they you, be on uh, my page, bro. Like I, I salute them, man. It was funny with the. Um, you uh, helped me one time with, with the something. Mr. T sample. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the Mr. I, T I didn't sample, know that, man. From, I kept it, yeah, from the Mr. Yeah, the hall. Yeah, 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 and. Uh, you know, uh, like it was funny because people were hitting me up after I, I told you the sample, and y'all got to figure that out on your own. But uh, you know, that's a record. That record uh, is yeah. fire. Not only that song, they got fire on that record. That and, album is sick. And uh, people were hitting me in the comments like, "You telling secrets? You telling secrets?" And I'm like, I understand. I grew up with Premier is my guy too, and I know you're not supposed to tell sample secrets, but it's bro, like, it's man. 2023, oh, like. Man. That was '93 when uh, Premier said that man, like it's over. That 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 that's over now, over. you know. And I, I and I was like that at first. Like when I first started posting the samples, I would hide the record cover and hide mm-hmm. the record. And somebody on my page hit me like, you know, we can find that, right? So why are you hiding it? Like, and I'm like, like damn, he it shook me for a minute. I'm like, what the f? He, you know, on my page mm-hmm. talking. And then I thought about it, I'm like, he right. So right. now show it, share it, because music is meant to be shared. You don't hold it in. That's why I'm posting all these shows I've been doing. I do shows weekly, and that's why I keep posting them on Mixcloud. So let's, let's get into that. What? Um, how, how many shows do you think you have right now? <laughs> like? Uh, 217 right now. So weekly show, like... Weekly show that I've done 217 so that, far since. I salute to that because that's amazing. Yeah. As a person that does a weekly podcast with my with my guys and what we talking about, I know how hard that is to commit to something. You know, something you just love to do, love and to you do know it. what I'm saying. Like, so when you when you I say like your next show that you're gonna do, what do you have? Like, all right, this is the game plan. Woo woo woo. Or you just grab nah, records and get busy. Yeah, I pretty much everything on my show is hand picked. By the way, it's called Crate Sessions. It's on Mixcloud. Talk about it. Talk yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's on Plug Mixcloud. Yeah, I, I got to. I got to because I wouldn't be me if I didn't. Because I'm I'm proud of, of my show. My show is new, you, unique, and not to disrespect any other. Nah, DJ, talk about it. But nobody plays what I play, bro. These dudes don't play what I play. I analyze this stuff. I listen to other shows. I listen to DJ shows. Nobody plays what I play, and nobody brings in and does it how. I do it. I'm telling you, it's fact. I heard people try to do sample to example. They play the whole sample. Don't blend it in. Don't bring it in. And then to bring the record in. Like, it's it's, it's, a, it's really an art to this digging stuff and piecing this stuff together and giving y'all what I give y'all on these crate sessions. It's not easy by any means, but I've been doing it so long, like, it's second nature. So when I do a show, it's the music. It's the artist who give it to me. I'm like, yo, this song is dope. Or people need to hear this song. Or I found that original sample, so I want to bring that. And then I just start tying it in. I give all, you know, try to give all the artists a shine. But now what I'm doing on my pages, 
I'm, I, I use song title. So one of my next shows is probably going to be either Wild Salmon or mm. Shark Fan. And Wild Salmon is a song by Mayhem Loren. So Absolutely. I'm showcasing that song on the show, and, and, and the music fits around it. Like, you're thinking Wild Salmon. Like, what could Boot possibly come up with Wild Ooh. Salmon besides his song to come up with that? And you're going to hear it because that's going to be the next one, Wild Salmon. Shout out to Mayhem, man. That... You hip to it? You uh, to that joint? Yeah, absolutely. Because, okay. I like, action Action is my guy. Oh, like, yeah, action is dope. You yeah, know, I, so I was hip to that whole crew, you know, especially, like, Mayhem action, uh, Drew. Real quick, Dude, I, I love your, Drew. Your, your honest opinion. Your honest opinion. That I, I I don't know if it's true or if it ain't true, but do you think Mayhem Loren ghostwrites for for uh, for Action Bronson? Or no. Do you really think? Okay, you don't think? So? No. Okay. Because Action Bronson is nice. Like he's real nice. Like I, I just think Action is just dope. Yeah, I just think he's dope. And plus, Mayhem do too much. Uh, okay. Drug talk. Too much fashion talk. <laughs> okay, okay. Where, okay, you know, okay. action don't. Okay, like, you're right. Action, yeah, I do right. a lot of food metaphors. You got you. Okay. You know right. what I'm saying? I just always thought about that. I was talking nah, about that. Nah, I think they do their own thing. Okay. They're both dope. Shout out to their whole crew. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really, and I'm, I think I'm literally might be the only person in Columbus that loves Droog. No, you're not. I love Drew. I love Drew. I tell you, Drew, Mac Homie, and the God Fahim. Can't, is a winning team, cannot be messed with. Them dudes is killing. Hey, I put all that on Pray for show. Haiti is one of the best oh my albums. God. Pray for Haiti is yep. ridiculous, bro. That one yeah. with the safe one, it is dope, too, that he just released. Yeah. Uh, it, menu, something menu. Something. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, uh, the, the food menu. Me, or, menu yeah, 4. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Menu that, four. That's hard. Uh, yeah. That's hard. Like, them dudes, um, yeah. Mac is, Mac is, i tell you another one who they about to watch. Estee Nick. I, I'm not. Yeah. That's my shout out my guy Sue. He loves Estee yeah, Nick. Actually, he's different. He's you different. Uh, you know uh, DJ Vicious? No, I don't. DJ Vicious. He uh, he live here, but him and uh, Nack is from uh, the same city, and that's his man. So I was literally just talking to Vicious about Nack the other day. That's his man. I was like, yo, my man want to send him some beats. He was like, send me a pack. I'll make sure you get it within the next couple of days. Like, well, yeah, they from Lynn, Massachusetts, man. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. They say Westside Gun about to do his next joint or yeah, something. Yeah, I'm happy about that. Yeah, it's yeah. come out in the next couple of weeks or something. But yeah, SA Nick, like, like I said, one's a watch. Like, I'm a big Ty Ferris head. Shout out Ty Ferris. He's ridiculous, nasty, nice on the mic. I mean, you got Ransom. Yeah, you got I Ransom is nice. I love Ran. Like, I mean, 38 is, is amazing. Like, love I 38. Mean, <laughs> and on the beats, too. Like I said, shout out his movement, what they doing. Like, there's so many dope ones out there, man. Y'all just got to... Open y'all's eyes and ears, man. And I'm 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 waiting for this Jay Worthy Rock Marcy situation too. Yep, yep. Waiting for that. You big West Coast. Just, just big drunk. West Coast, yeah, yep. Yeah, yeah, big West Coast. Yep, yep. So what do you love more? Producing or DJing? I got that itch now. Like I said, I lost I lost 13 years of my life, y'all. So um I, I produce so for so many years, I had a good run from producing from maybe 88 to 95. So uh, then I lost 13, came home in 2008, uh, got immediately got back to the DJing. 
I love DJing. Um, it's freedom, but I, I, I like doing beats. I can't really pick one, man. I, I, I really can't. Cause I like them both, you know. I, I really do like them both. I just made a dope beat today. Made one the other day. Yeah, I'm proud of this one. This is crazy. <laughs> Keep I, talking about hey, it. This, this, That's hey, what we here I, for. This beat, this, this beat is it's sick, just man. spotlight, man. Like, <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's just spotlight. But no, nah, not nah, seriously. Now nah, I'm, I'm getting back to the beats. Sometimes I share. Sometimes I don't because I'm still learning and I'm getting more comfortable with what I'm doing, you know. Because learning new stuff, going from ASR10 to obviously Serato Sample is a huge gigantic step but you know i could have been doing beats i, I had it and you, this is funny i'm gonna have to show the receipt for this because people probably won't believe me but one thing about boot i never lie to kick it that's one thing i don't <laughs> do i bought an npc touch right in 2015 where <laughs> and it's still in the box bro i never oh, opened it. Out. i never used it life got in the way i couldn't learn it um you know i i couldn't learn it i had people ready to teach me how to learn it but I just didn't take the time. And then when Ross came up with this, said he's doing this, like, Book is easy, you need to learn it, and took the time to invest with me, show me. I caught on fairly quick, and now I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm, I'm putting it on record now. Yo, you're going to have to teach me Serato. I can. It's easy. I'll come to the crib, and we can Whatever, build. Whatever, bro. It's easy. Because I, 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 I did a beat. Fit. Before I got, the first thing I did this morning, I got up. I pulled out the equipment. I did a beat. Well, I shaved first. You know, I got to get the body. Oh, uh, yeah, you know yeah. You know, and then after body. that, I did a beat. <laughs> took The beat took like 20 minutes to make, bro. Like, yeah. that's unheard of. And when, when you used to sit there for hours and hours to chop sequence it. it, to chop it, to mm. get it done. Like, it's this this is just so next level, man. So, it's easy, Trav. You're going to love it. Yeah, we, I'm definitely going to come over so we can build on that. I always wanted to know this, man. Uh Buka, where'd the name come from? <laughs> Buka, Buka, it's spelled B-U-K-A. My real name is Ronald. My sister couldn't say Ronald, and she said, and my uncle called me Superfly because I was born in the 70s. Yeah. So my uncle Kevin, shout out Uncle Kevin, called me Superfly. She couldn't say Superfly and somehow said Buka. So that's my nickname, it's stuck, and that's been my name my and, whole life. Like, yeah, because like I said, like when um when I first started rapping, like, which, you know, I ain't going to get into the whole story of it. But Trav was nice, man. I just pulled up on this guy the other day like, yo, why you stop rapping, man? You was nice. Like, you was a cross between Mason so and... Oh, Mason Fab. Like, you right there with them. Like, why you stop rapping, bro? Like, so, yeah. I, 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 you know, like, when we was doing a compilation early and, you know, when I was working with Shoddy and, um, you know, I would just always hear your name. And like I said, man, it was like, damn, like... You know, and then they had the acronym, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Brothers United, <laughs> keeping it official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had the acronym, and I always thought, like, damn, like, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I ain't, I never knew, you know what I'm saying? That's and it's cool. weird, like, I ain't want to ask Rawls, like, yo, where did it come Like, you know, that's a weird question, you know what I'm saying? I ain't want to ask Shoddy, like, I was yeah, like, man, so, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So, um, how do you feel about, like other genres as a DJ, like do you do you do you ever tap back into your rock bag? Do you ever tap into like Afro beats, or do you ever you know go into a pop bag, or do you just stay in your lane? Uh, pretty much, I I stay in my lane, but sometimes I uh, I challenge myself and see just you know if I 
if I could do like a all jazz little DJ and okay. all, all disco, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I challenge myself. I know I can do anything I put my mind to, but it's just I, I like what I like. I like disco. I could uh, rock some rock breaks, you know what I'm saying? That's easy, yeah. you know. Put put you with some jazz stuff. That's easy. Like Afro beats and I'm not really into that house. I'm not and I'm not big house. Raw's got a house album coming out. I'm not Does he? It. Yeah, he That's he, okay, he, he okay. Messing with the house. Yeah, I might have let a secret out, but he definitely he, did. He, 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 he doing a house album. It, 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 it's cool like I said. Like me, I, I'm a realist, man. I'm like just cuz you my man or you dope. I'm not going I don't I don't I don't deride. Like everything you do is not dope. Like some people be like, yeah. "Oh, everything I do is dope." Nobody does something that's dope all the time, but to me, if you do something at least 90, 85 to 92%, you're dope. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to have whack moments that you think is dope or somebody in your ear like, "Yeah, put that out. That's dope, bro." Nah, that's not dope. Like don't do that. Just stay true to what you do, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So 2023 is basically halfway over already, which is insane. Where is the future of DJing to you? Like, where do you see, not for you, just where do you see, especially with, you know, the Instagram videos and, you know, just uh, like just the, basically you could set up your phone as turntables now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just think, I just think technology is going to. Do you think it's going to ruin do you think the ability to put out so much music has ruined ruined it or I don't. I think I think it's good because how could I get to 217 shows without these artists putting out dope music? If okay. you don't got dope I like music, that if you don't got dope music, I can't do nothing. I don't have a job cuz what can I play the old stuff? I'm going to keep playing old stuff and old yeah, stuff. Okay. No. I, I mean it, it keeps you with a job. I love uh Droog and the guy for him putting out all that music on a weekly basis all the time cuz it gives me something to play. It gives me something to research. And sampling puts you like you said you and and one thing about sampling too, it it, it increases your genre of knowledge of music. You'd be like, oh, that's uh, you know what what uh, what's her name? I shot you down. So Nancy Sinatra. You like, oh, oh that's yeah. Nancy Sinatra. You like, oh wow, that's uh that's Bob James sample. Oh yeah, Prince co-executive or produced that joint that. Madhouse did. It has a crazy drum break on it, but yeah, you know what I mean. Nah, stuff talk like about that. that's what we we hear to nerd out. So 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 stuff like that, and you'd be like, man, you'd be like, wow. So I, I think it's only going to get better. You know, technology is only going to increase. Like they're they're making great strides, and and I love it. I'm here for it. You know, God willing, I'm here for it. So what it elevates the culture? More it than does. Anything. So what's your record collection looking like now? Ridiculous, man. I I can't even bring. I, I'm ashamed and scared to bring somebody over because it literally looks like a used record store. It's ridiculous. I keep saying, <laughs> I'm going to put up these records. I'm going to put up these records. Because Ross shit all nice but, and neat in the I studio. I know, man. Every time I going over there. Every time I see his shit, what he do is live streams. I'm like, man. Prime stuff, too. Prime stuff all neat and nice. Yeah, yeah. Prime. Shout out to Prime. Shout out to Prime. But no, but my thing is, it really is better to... Sometimes I operate in chaos better because I can find it. Like, you might not be able to find it, but I can find it because I know it's in this pile somewhere of records that I haven't put up yet. As opposed to putting it on the shelf, I can't find it. Yeah. I buy doubles and triples. I am the worst. And then find it. Like, man, how did I miss it? Like, so, yeah, I just I just think it's, it's bad over there. I'm probably sitting on, I don't know how many. It's, I'm, I'm sure it's well over 20K. Well over. 
at least. That's why when I hashtag, I got records for Dave Sam. I really do. <laughs> no, this like, ain't a lie. Like I, I don't, I don't like to ass. kick it, man. It's, it's, I'm for real. Like it's ridiculous over there. So I can't even bring people over really until I clean up the base. I gotta clean it up. <laughs> I really do. I'm ashamed. Somebody came over. So if you were, if you was the move. Oh my God, Ross talks about that all the time, bro. If you ever move, I'm not helping you. We, we're hiring a moving company. Oh, you, I don't know what you're gonna do. This thing, man. <laughs> yeah, it can fill up. A, it can fill up one of them small U-Hauls just between my shoe collection, record collection, and my DJ equipment. Yeah, I, you I, be I, going I, crazy with the sneakers. I, I could do easily, easily maybe a small. What's the small, small one? Might be a, the next size up one, not the biggest one. Nah, but probably the medium size one. Yeah, I, I think I got too much for the small one. Yeah, records are killed. Eat that up. Damn, man. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it's trap. It's ridiculous, man. But but one thing I want to say, too, though, um, shout out to all the people making dope music, man. Like, however you get it, whatever you make it on, just make it dope, man. Because I do internet dig. I do internet dig. But what I do, if I find something on YouTube or online, knowing me, I'm trying to find the vinyl. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I'm putting it on my vinyl list. But some of that stuff be so rare. But you know, I've sampled records that I found on off a uh, off a uh, online. So I'm not ashamed to, to say that. I'm not a such a purist where if it's dope, I want it. I want it. I want to work with it if it's dope. Like if it ain't dope, I mean, who cares? Like who cares where you making it as long as it's dope? That's like affirmation for me because you're the second person that say that, and the other person that say that is you know Rashad, right. which is you know one of the most sound right. people we know. Right. You know what I'm saying? He was like, yeah, he was like, bro, he's like, I sample from the from YouTube all the time. <laughs> he was like, I, he was like, he's like, yeah, I can go dig, but dollar bins ain't dollar bins no more. And if I need something real quick, I just go on YouTube. Like, he's like, and then I sample there. He's like, nigga, it's still, I still got to be creative. Like, you know, so I, oh, like I took that as a gym. Like, damn, like you're right. You're right. I, I just, I just, and without even talking to him or mm. knowing, he said, and I said yeah. it. So that's yeah, kind of yeah, that's a gym. Day. You know, they save two or more people. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, uh, absolutely. So yeah, that's a gym for sure. So I need to know your top five DJs of all time. Top five uh, DJs. Top five. Uh, Mixmaster Ice, of course. He's so legendary. Ice. DJ Scratch, of course, because his 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 got turn on, his turn got on the wheel game. Still. Yeah, man, is is insane. Um, um, definitely, definitely, somebody I wish I would have met and got to meet. Rock Raider. Um, Rest in peace, Rock man, Raider. X-Men. He's the, he's the coldest, one of the coldest. Uh, I knew you was gonna ask me this, so this is where it gets tricky, right? This is where it gets mm. a little tricky. Because you got some DJs from Philly, but I would have to say I, I, I can't pit them against really one another because cash is cash and jazz is jazz. So I put them as one, Jazzy Jeff and Cash Money, uh, just because, like, as far as the cleanest I, cuts in the world, nobody in the world is messing with Jazzy Jeff with his scratches. His scratches is the cleanest, most efficient Man, it sounds like something dead off a machine. They so clean. And, and Have you ever met Jeff? I never met Jeff. Nope, I never met Jeff, and I never met Cash Money. Um, 
But I met Scratch. I met, of course, Ice's family. Yeah. Um, you know, never got to meet, you know what I'm saying, R.I.P., you know, Rock Raider. But, yeah. you know. But then you got crews like the Beat Junkies, whose whole crew is the dope, you know. Oh, well, yeah. Scratch, I mean, yeah, the, you know. Beat Junkies was, go crazy, so. Yeah, Beat Junkies go crazy. So they, they definitely brought a new level to the thing. So I would probably. Me, personally, I was an invisible Scratch because. Oh, really? Fan. Really? Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, they was <laughs> nice, too. They was <laughs> nice, too. But there's so many DJs. And then I would probably round it out with uh, probably DJ Joe Cooley, you know what I'm saying, out the West, because he was he was such an inspiration. It's so nice on them tables, too. So And Aladdin. Aladdin and Joe Cooley. I put Aladdin. them as one, too. DJ Shout Aladdin. DJ Aladdin. DJ Aladdin wow, and Joe shit. Cooley. Them, them, I put them together, Because Aladdin was down with NWA. Well, Aladdin was down with Ice-T and the I, Rhyme Yeah, City. yeah, 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 um, yeah. But he did a lot of stuff. He was with the WC and the Mass Circle yeah. when they was there. Did a lot of stuff on their albums. Did a lot of stuff on Ice-T's, I think, OG album. Um, and stuff like that. So he's he's a dope producer too. But he did the WCM Mad Circle album, which was dope, and did some stuff for Coolio too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So I would leave it there with those. We'll leave it there with those. But now I know you do. You're a producer, so I need your top five producers. I knew you was gonna say yeah, that. Absolutely, man. right here, man. Absolutely, you just man. don't stop doing. You know, you know, you know, you know who the top producers are, man. I don't even know if I want to name the top producers because everybody's saying, but I have to. I have to say them. I have to say the, the the alchemist. He's definitely one. I have to say Primo. Them two is probably my top two. Pete Rock. I mean, uh, beat, 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 nah, beat. Nah, oh, man. Beat, beat Nuts. The Beat the, Nuts? The Beat Nuts, yes. Juju uh, and Psycho Less? Yeah, yeah, Juju and Psycho Less. And crazy, crazy. And the whole Digging in the Crates crew. Like Lord Finesse, That's Diamond D. Sand. No, no. That's cheating, they, they got the whole a whole crew. crew. They got a whole crew. You got That's Lord Finesse. Cheating. You got Diamond D. You got Buck Wild. Like, how can you? You got Showbiz. You cannot. They're a whole crew. Shout out to Buck Wild. He's probably it. my favorite one out of. All of them nasty. Showbiz, they, they are. Man, listen, don't sleep on Showbiz, though. But Lord Finesse got heat, too. But I'm yeah. just saying, uh, that, that crew, uh, I would say them. Definitely, I like. Uh, I think Derringer's dope. He's different, but he's dope. Uh, Conductor Williams is dope. Conductor is probably my favorite producer today. Conductor, I, I like Hip Boy. Hip Boy's dope. Hip Boy got Shout some stuff. Shout to Hip. Yep. And then I, I name I name a, a, a few more just because I can't. And Jay Rawls, even though he's family, he's one of my favorite to, for, favorite producers Absolutely. too. Absolutely. And I say that because he is so underrated, but he's so dope. I know he's so dope because he plays stuff for me all the time. I'll be like, man, that shit is fire. Excuse my language. Like, it's insane. Nah, like, that it shit's is nasty. Like, dude, like, do you realize, like, he the one who just inspired me when we went on our trip last week, digging trip. He was playing all these beats, and I'm like, oh, that's how you feel. Like, you're doing it like that, which inspired me to go create and make some hot shit. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, what I like about Rawls. He's too humble. What, what, yeah, he. <laughs> but my my favorite thing about Raw is like, you know, there's certain people and DJs and just hip hop figures that I gravitate towards. But what I like about Raw is, besides him actually being a, like a teacher and a doctor, you know, with his PhD, is like I learn something every time I hear him spin. Mm-hmm. He'll play an obscure sample, mm-hmm. and then he'd be like, "You don't even know where that's from, huh?" And I'd be like, oh, that's from, and I'd be like, oh, like, you know, like, that's my favorite, you know, when I, we all like the same type of hip hop, like, you know, as far as our, our core, you know what I'm saying? But when I, when somebody could teach me something I didn't know, that's that's my favorite part of hearing people spin, like, 
And then I also like ninth. Ninth is crazy dope too. He, you know, I don't know if he's underrated or overrated, but ninth is. I think is I think ninth dope. is where he should be. I think I think yeah, he's, he's definitely he's he's definitely dope. He's um, done Jay, Dustin Shaw, Mary J. And then Blige, another I one, Kev Brown. Kev Brown is a quiet sleeper who's nasty. Nice, I ain't nice. heard nothing for Kev Brown in a minute though. But Kev Brown had the internet and a lock and like. Oh, yeah, when he did that blackout, like, when he remixed that blackout, bro, like, Kev, yeah. Kev Brown has shit locked. Like bro, bro, everybody loves him. He mentioned him. He mentioned him. Yeah. And I like another one. I like who who they sleep on as a producer is Rock. I like Rock Marciano as a producer too. He got. He I, I like Rock better as a producer than a rapper. Be honest. Really? Yeah. I'm not really yeah, a big fan of Rock rapping, man. Rock, man. I'm about to go see him in Atlanta. I got gotta pull that. I'm not. I'm not a big fan I, of Rock rapping, man. I love. It. He talked that. He liked the Mussolini. They talked that smooth kind of that pimp ish, like yeah. that, that laid back. Like yeah, I like the Mussolini. Too. My, so my favorite rock line uh, is the joint uh, Rex Ryan joint when he said your, your shoes is overused. <laughs> <laughs> he got lines, man. Don't sleep on him, <laughs> he man. Did. He got lines. But I but you know you know Stove Stove we talked about Stove yeah Stove you know. is no nobody's touching Stove right Stowe, now I Stowe think God is the I best think between right Stove Spash Benny and uh and Ransom nobody ain't really touching him I like Nicholas Craven too shout out Nick Craven yeah. he's dope he's he's a peace chopper yeah you know your yeah. samples is easy to find now you gotta dig a little deeper bruh because I'll be on you I just don't post them I find <laughs> them shits like this like oh you was on oh that damn I just heard, oh. So please, please, please plug your radio show, man. Plug your streamer right, yeah. show. Plug yeah, your I'm socials on, and yeah, all I'm that, on, man. I, I do the crate sessions, y'all. It's on Mixcloud. DJ Buka on Mixcloud. It's the link in my bio if you follow me. DJ underscore B-U-K-A on all social media and I'm on uh and my, my show comes on every week. I think it's, it's I don't want to say it's syndicated, but it's 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 kind of syndicated because I'm on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, I think Monday through Friday, like at late night. Like it might be eleven to twelve or something on DPS radio, the Street People's Radio. Um shout out my dude Depois. I, I used to be a part co partner with that. So he always shows support and love. So shout out DPS radio and uh yeah they play my mixes religiously. And uh, I just, you, you know, whatever I don't do or on there, I just do. Like I, like I said, Wild Salmon's the next one. He already, he already <laughs> hip to it, so he, he ain't gonna see how I created around it. He gonna be, oh, you want something? But yeah, I, I created. It came out pretty dope, man. So yeah, you, shout uh, out to you ever me. have guests? Like you ever had guests? No, like, I don't because I don't have one of them type of shows. It's just yeah. me talking my talk and letting yeah. the music speak for okay, itself, okay, the okay. speak for itself or something. You know, I I, I don't do the the guests, but you know, you can always give me a drop, a DJ Booker drop. I oh, take them all day. Think you about to give me a drop since we get done? But yeah, other than that, y'all, I appreciate Trav, man. I, I wish he was still rhyming. Y'all don't know what y'all missed, but <laughs> guess we got the old stuff to relive and stuff and whatever reason. But I know, man. Maybe so, he'll get inspired and come back. So shy to release the music. Music, yeah, release the music, Shy. Release that Trav music. But better yet, let's get Trav on some new stuff. Trav still oh, got it. Man. It's I in him, bro. It. I'm a challenge him. I know he's still writing. Do you still write? I still write my head. Uh, oh, you just don't put it out. Yeah, okay. yeah. I, Trav, Trav I mean, nice, once you're man. a rapper, I think you're always a rapper, whether you 
you know, I might jot like little four bars down okay, here, but okay, I ain't, okay. I ain't memorized the. Uh, I, I, I think uh, it's uh, coming, y'all. I'm, I'm pushing to get back. We, we at least need an EP uh, in the next couple years or something. You know, we, we yeah, need, we can get it in, we, man. We, we, we maybe an EP, but yeah, I, I want him because he's dope, man. And Thank anybody you. who's loved their passion and is creative, I like to see him thriving. Like I said, I lost 13 years. Y'all don't know what them 13 years it created a hunger in me. It stifled me in some ways, but it created a hunger in me because at the same time, this is a funny story. I got to share this. No, shout out DJ story. Little Man, J. Rawls, and shout out my mom, man, because because I'm such a hip hop. And Marty from Groover Shack and, you know, B&B Records, like they yeah. used to take my collect calls, bro. And tell, I didn't I still, know them, but I heard a lot I, about I, I still them. bought vinyl when I was locked up from 95 all the way till 97 is when it stopped. My uncle Kevin used to go to the record store, pick up my records. Marty used to hold the records, took my collect calls from prison, bro. And I said, yeah, because I spent that much money with him. You know, he knew I was good for it. You know, picking up whatever albums, the new Wu-Tang, Lil' yeah. Tim, all that stuff, Red, New Red Man, Muddy Waters, all that I got on vinyl, I was locked up, bro, when all that stuff came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I just want to shout, you know, shout them out. Like I said, shout Little Man out, my mom and Jay Rawls, because they held it down, because once explicit lyrics start coming through, these MFers start not letting the, the, the parental advisory stickeries do. So Little Man came up with the idea like, oh, we're going to get this brother this music. And uh, what they did was they took the guts out. They might put like a Conway Twitty or a, a Shania Twain or some country record or an old, old R&B Little Imperials or something and take, change the guts out the tapes and, yeah. put, and, and, give me, and give me that raw hip-hop. So shout out them. And I'm a hip-hop head like that, that I needed it. It fixed me. It kept me through. That's how yeah. I knew, learned about um, The Third, about Trav Dave, about... Yeah. Mad Lib being the helium voice dude, the Quasimodo. Yeah, Quasimodo people under the stairs. Ross hit me to all that, the all the long catalyst stuff. Like I was a, I wasn't there, but I was there. It felt spirit. like you was you there, like because your energy was felt. Breast. Yeah, my you know energy was definitely felt. So shout out, you know, the long catalyst, Jay Ross, Jay Sands for even naming the label after me and trying to keep my memory somewhat alive because I came home, I got deals for DeLaRue. I got mm -hmm. deals for Jay Ross. I could move in a level that a lot of people can't move in because of my name. Yeah. So, you know, shout out that, man. That's a that's a huge situation. So, much respect and love, man. Absolutely, man. It was, like, like I said, man, it was... Your name, it was, it was always around, man. It was always ringing out. And that's why, like, you know, timing is everything, obviously, and that's why... When I seen you last week, I was like, nah, we got to make it happen. Like, we got to make it happen. I know you don't ask me a million times, but, like, like, that was the perfect energy right then and there. You know what I'm saying? And We got it done. My schedule lined up. Yeah, yeah. Line. Everything lined up. So, shout out to Trav Dave, too, y'all, for what he's doing, pushing the culture forward. Y'all heard him in the beginning say it, like, Listen, I'm DJs over MCs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I might be producers over DJs. Now nah, I'm just talking, nah. but not because they go hand in hand. The they DJs, do. They go they hand do. in I hand. Just but feel I just like, like how he's respecting the DJ enough to know that they're the that's foundation what it is. of the culture. And without that's the MCs, all it is. you wouldn't do. You'll be rocking to uh, over acapellas with no beats, messing yeah. with without the DJ. So, yeah. so I was shout out to him for pushing the needle to the groove. You know, thank podcast you, for I appreciate that, and I thank you so much for having me. Uh, Man, no doubt, because I I just feel like there's enough rappers. You know what I'm saying? Like the DJs really really need to shine, and this you know that's that's what I'm here to do is just you know play my part. You know what I'm saying? Play my part, and with me learning the craft, you know what I'm saying only right that I picked the brains of 
know, my, my peoples and learn as I go. So, you know what it is, man. DJ Bukas, your boy Chad Day, man. We thank y'all for tuning in. Needle to the Groove. Man, this has been a, a blessing because we, we've chopped it up over the years, but we never chopped it up like this. Right, you know what I'm saying? Capacity, right? So, yeah, I super appreciate your time, man. And, um, I'm off to go digging right now. It's your boy Chad Day, DJ Buka Needle to the Groove. We out of here. We out of here. Peace. Peace. <laughs> Perfect.